Never gonna get fitty, but I'm gonna try so hard. Never gonna get fitty, but I'm gonna try so hard. That was a good one. That was a good one. I did not see that one coming. That was Welcome a good one. To get fitty with it. This is your co-host and professional singer, Holly Stark Lockett. And this is your other co-host, Mary Sorensen. And right before we recorded, we found something very interesting with Zoom. Mary was mm-hmm. trying to play me a little TikTok song. And it said, what did it say, Mary? What did your Zoom it's, tell you? It said, are you playing music? Go to audio settings to do professional sound. And Mary pointed out, I sing every gosh damn week on this podcast. And it never tells me that. Is it saying I'm not a professional singer? Because I feel that it's quite rude. Especially after that entrance. Right? It did it pop up for you? No. Of course it didn't. <laughs> you even had the stamp of everything. Cat was dying. Oh my gosh. No, it just doesn't have it. You know, it's probably because that song was recorded previously and yours is like live. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Try to make you feel better. Anyways, (laughs) welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, it popped up for me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) I straight up lose my shit. That's so funny. So, Ugh. well, that was a surprise to the podcast that no one saw coming, but I was watching a stream yesterday and they're talking about Rick Astley. And so that song got stuck in my head. And so when I was like, oh, wait, how can I make this into it? Get fitty with it. <laughs> I love that song. So, you know, that used to be played at like so many people's weddings. And now I feel like it's never played. Maybe I'll bring it back for mine. Do my traditional wedding. Yeah. It's the only song playing the whole time. I'll move. <laughs> Repeat for like three hours. <laughs> oh my god i'm like brandon i'm never gonna give you up <laughs> he's like okay maybe i should I reconsider like that all the time and he's like um no thank you <laughs> that's great anyways how's your week been mary how's it going yeah my week has been good it's been really busy um it was hot as fork uh all week Went but summer very quickly yes so Thanks spring. For spring this week yeah let me think. Sorry, did not mean to interrupt. This, interrupt. Like, no, 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 you are fine. I hate to be the guy because I complain so often about how cold it is here to be the guy who's now complaining that it's warm out. But like, it was so warm. I was like, so sweaty. It was just one of those things that like, I feel like it is traditional in like Illinois and just some like states in general where it's like, or at least the last few years since <clears throat> global warming started happening, mm-hmm. um, where it's basically like, oh, it's getting warm. I'm so excited. It's 50 degrees out and then it's 90. And you're like, well, I didn't want to turn my air on on May 1st. That's gross. Exactly. Yeah. And if like, if you live in the Midwest, it's like, if you're not talking about the weather, what are you talking about? You know, there's nothing else to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) But my week was, yeah, my week was really good. I was on it. I lifted three days of the week. I walked every single day. I saw your notification twice a day. Good morning. I wake yeah. up in the morning and I'm like, oh, Mary finished her walk. Embarrassing. <laughs> no, it's been really good. I've been really tired. So I actually slept in today. Like when you texted me at like seven, I think that I was like just waking up. So I know I was I, usually you text me like earlier on Sundays and you're like, Hey, let's do, you know, seven or seven fifteen. Mm-hmm. It was like six 55. And I was like, hmm, I haven't heard from her. I was like, well, I'll just shoot her a text before I like, you know, maybe start doing something. And then you yeah. text back right away. And I was like, maybe she's sleeping this morning. Yeah. I did a nice little sleep then, but I mean, most people wouldn't consider sleeping until seven sleeping in, but 
but it, it was, it was really good. And I've just been, yeah, I've been tired. We rolled out a new um, pilot at my work. So, and I've been kind of like the head of that. So it's been, it's been busy. Yeah. I'm also part, I'm the head of the engagement committee. I know too many gigs. I'm just, but it's been, it's been really fun and I've been in a really good mood and just the weather definitely, even though it was hot as balls, one of those days, like in humid, it was just like, it, it, I'm a whole different person. Yeah. I when the weather is nice. nicer. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm eating better because it's like, I don't even want to like cook food. I just want to eat like cold. So like salads, like yeah. fruit, vegetables, things like that. So it just has been a lot easier to stay on track. I love that. But yeah. What about you, Holly? Um, yeah, this week wasn't too bad. I feel like, um, I got out and did some walking. Like I had mentioned uh, last week, I wanted to start kind of trying to walk in the morning sometimes. And first half of my week didn't go as well, but the last half of my week, I did um, do most days before work, which felt nice. And like we were talking about last week, you know, you were saying it's just nice to kind of like get out and clear your head in the morning. And like mm-hmm. definitely felt that one morning I did um, one of the walking meditations from the Celestial Diet Program that uh, Mary and I did last summer. Um, so that was like a nice little spiritual walk. And then I listened to a couple of podcasts, which was just nice to kind of listen to podcasts again, just because I haven't as much, especially when I don't drive anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. So that was nice. And I've I don't know. Have you ever listened to this podcast, Mary? Um, I know it's very popular, but it's um, Andrew Huberman. It's the Huberman Lab podcast. I've heard of it, but no, I have not. So I love his podcast. He is so interesting and it's such a scientific, obviously he's a professor um, and um, now I'm blinking on his school, but it's like a very well-known school he's at, um, Stanford. Um, So he's a professor there and he's a very scientific based background and a couple of the episodes I've listened to of his are like on goal setting and like habit, you know, habits. And the one I listen to right now is specifically on ADHD. And it's just so interesting because he goes into like all of the pieces, like of the brain that are like when we're Mm -hmm. working on these different things. And obviously there's a lot of podcasts that do that, but sometimes I feel like there's ones that I've listened to that are just too scientific where I kind of lose track of like what, what we're talking about or how yeah. things connecting where he does it. I feel like in just a very, I don't know, n- normal person language at, in a way, even though he'll like yeah. the correct terms, you know, for everything, I, I just feel it a lot more digestible. Um, and maybe it's because he's a teacher. And so obviously he has a skill to do so, yeah. um, but I've been loving that. And I just feel like I've just been like learning so much and especially this ADHD episode, just obviously learning more about this as I'm going through it. Yeah. yeah, Learning more. It's just interesting because you'll be like, oh, well, you know, with ADHD people, this is a common part of the brain. And this is why this is happening. I'm like, oh, I have always been like that. Like, obviously I'm not doing this or listening to this to be like, oh, well, it's because my ADHD and it's its fault. I'm not looking for like a blame, but it's just nice for like weird, not weird, but things that I've noticed throughout my full life that I'm like, oh, maybe that was caused by that. And I just never knew. Yeah. I definitely feel like being it being relatable especially at the beginning of your journey like knowing that there's people out there experiencing the th- same things or knowing the little things that you've done along the way mm-hmm. do have a reason yeah I think is something that's really helpful and I think that a lot of people who have ever been diagnosed with like anxiety know that too where it's like mm-hmm. oh I've experienced that but they didn't realize it was anxiety so like the same thing with right. AD. ADHD I feel like there was so much behind it that we learned that was just like not 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 accurate but just you it it was put into a box of just like 
hyperactive little boys, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I definitely think yeah. that's interesting for you. Yeah. So that's been nice and just kind of refreshing. But other than that, I mean, this week, um, I know last week we were obviously kind of centered around our routines and I've been just still loving my little spot that I've created. Um, every morning I go there and obviously, obviously I meant that's not the word I meant. <laughs> I meant actually <laughs> every evening I've been going there too, for like my stretching when I'm doing my five minute journal, nice. um, you know, I'll you go are a like- stretching queen. I, know. I see your notifications and I'm like, mm, I should have stretched today. I've been like, and then I don't. I, I mean, obviously I've been trying to stretch at least once a day. Um, I don't even know if I, I know I texted you this, but I don't even know if I ever pointed out on the podcast, but April was like my one year of stretching every day for five minutes. Mm-hmm. I think I had missed maybe, maybe one day within that time when I was kind of sick um, last year, but I don't even know that might've been two years ago. Everything's a blur anyways. Um, but I've been trying to stretch more in the morning. So that's, it's like fun now that I have like my sometimes two stretching periods, but mm-hmm. anyways, yeah, I feel like that little spot has just been really helping me. And I've got my yoga wheel, which I have not used my yoga wheel in like, honestly, like four years. Uh, it's just literally been sitting next to my weights being untouched. And so I brought that out. So that way, when I'm just like sitting there doing little stretches or working on my computer, cause I've also been doing like, when I'm doing podcast work, I just sit in my little spot on my little desk and it's yeah. so refreshing to have my own little spot. Um, and yeah, I'll get my little yoga wheel out and I'll start like going back on my back. And so I've just been loving that. Um, and yeah, the only thing that I was like bad, bad about this week is Tuesday. I had like the worst sinus thing ever. I was so dizzy. I could not see straight literally all day. I had to call off work because I couldn't look at screens. I tried oh, to like no. read a book for a little bit and I literally could not concentrate. So I basically just stared around with an AirPod in my ear, listening to things all day. I've heard that the pollen count is like through the roof. Like it's like really bad. Oh, interesting. I mean, I know a lot of people have been like having allergies and stuff like that. And I don't have allergies, but definitely mine's, I think mine's a sinus thing, but, um, yeah, it was Tuesday was terrible. I've never had a day that bad. And, uh, yeah, that's actually what I'm hearing from a lot of people who like do not, cause I have allergies, which like knock on wood, I like have not been experienced any like allergy symptoms and stuff, which is great. Um, but people that like I know don't have allergies like my mom or my sister and then like my sister's husband like they're all experiencing like allergy like sinus like stuff stuff right now which is so weird because it's like they don't get allergies you know Hmm. so maybe it's something with the pollen or the air quality I don't know yeah I'm not a scientist I'm just I'm just Mary throwing it out there you know (laughs) yeah I just love seeing articles and telling people them without having any research. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, so yeah, that's how my week was. But this week we wanted to focus in on a little topic that I know we've talked about, you know, here and there, but on the podcast before, but um, it's really about body image and, you know, they're, how there were things to be than fat. And I have uh, a great little story to go along with this that I would like to start us with. Yeah, and that go is, for it. so I had my sleep study last weekend, yes. um, and I did get my results back, which I'll talk about a different time. But anyways, before I actually talked to the doctor, I had seen that my results were online and the results online, thank God were different than what they told me because the results online, it said something about like, you know, difficulties, you know, sleeping or breathing, blah, blah, blah. But then it told me how basically if I lost weight, I wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> and 
this is, I told Brandon, I was like, this is why I hate new doctors. Cause I like, I've been going to my doctor, Dr. Crane for 17 years now, mm-hmm. so, like most of my life. And like, she has been someone who's been with me, my up and downs with weights. And she, yeah. you know, when I am heavier, she's of course encouraging me to lose weight so I can be healthier, but it's like, she is so supportive. And like now this time that I have been, you know, losing weight in a much healthier way, every time I come in, she's like, Oh, I'm so proud of you. You go girl, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, completely different doctor experience than most yeah. I've ever had in my life. So to get sleep study results back that say that when I'm like, um, well, this problem has started since I have lost 65 pounds. So hit me with that. I was yeah. so mad when I read that at first. I would be like, too. Recommended plan, work with your doctor, get on a diet plan. Basically that's what it said. And I was like, what? I was, like, are you- I was like, live it. And so when I, they called me, I was like, if they tell me this over the phone, I'm going to be like, is this a fucking joke? Cause I like probably been paying a lot of the money for this sleep study. Like I haven't seen yeah. it, but like me or my, yeah. probably spending a lot of money. Yeah. And so thankfully when I called back, that's not what they told me at all. I do have to get like a CPAP or a mouth guard. So I'm looking into that. But, um, yeah, when I first read that online, I was like, um, like I understand some issues are caused by weight. Yes, that is hundred percent accurate. But when I have lost 65 pounds and now I've gained this issue, you cannot tell me this is just oh eight issue. So I just thought that was a little antidote that would like kick us off nicely. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I hate when like, and, and good thing that they didn't say anything like that to you, obviously, but I just think that so many doctors go to that first and like, this is a brand new doctor for you. So like, they have no idea, like how much you used to weigh, how much you weigh now. Like, yeah. So it's, that's super frustrating that that's like the first thing that they jump to. And like you said, like they didn't tell you that, or they didn't think that or whatever, but it's just like, even for it to be on there, like I know gynecologists do that a lot, which is why I like I need to find a new gynecologist, but I'm like a little nervous too, because I feel like that, like, no matter what my issue was, it was always just like, well, if you lost weight, like it would help. Right. It's like, okay. But, and that was when I like, literally when I was like unhealthy, like working out like three times a day, I was the skinniest I've ever been. And they were like, well, you could like lose weight and like say that to someone who's already like struggling. Yeah. So bad. So stupid. Yeah. Cause I went in to see if I had a thyroid issue mm. and, um, they, they basically were like, well, if you lost some weight, like your thyroid's like came back fine and blah, blah, blah. But like, if you lose weight, like it'll be fine. It'll be better. And I'm like, literally like, like there's no fine. more, there's no more weight to lose yeah. at that point, you know? Yeah. Oh gosh. So yeah, I feel like in, in today's society, it's like, thankfully, you know, with, I know we've had a lot of conversations around like body image and things have been changing a lot. Um, but it's just, I feel like there's just, there's so much of it still out there. That's like fat yeah. stigmatisms or overweight stigmatisms. And it just bothers me. It just really bothers me, especially when you watch shows and like the overweight people, like that's their whole storyline. Like I yeah. love this is us and I have not seen the last like season and a half. So I don't know if they've like changed things, but for the longest time, like Kate's story was all about her weight. And I'm like, there's more to her than this. And so yeah. when they did like start like getting into other areas and she had the baby and things like that, I was very happy about that. Cause I was like, uh, fat people don't just like go around, like worried about their weight all the time. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. not how we, we live our lives. Like I've been there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's part of it. But so 
uh, I'm going to take a seat off my soapbox for a second. No, but you're absolutely right. And even like television is one of the number one things that causes these issues because when I watched Love is Blind, the women who were like plus sized, the only reason that they got shown on the TV was when a man was like chastising them. Mm-hmm. Which is terrible. Like how wrong is that? Mm-hmm. Like Vanessa and Nicole Lachey do better. And they had no, not one girl who, like the only girls who were like, and I love Deep Tea on the show. She had talked about how she used to be like previously larger. And the guy that she was with was like chastising her and like being like, I'm just not physically attracted to her and all this stuff. And she had lost like 60 pounds. Like she had stretch marks. She like was like working on herself still and things like that. And it was just like on like TV, like she's just being like, berated behind her back but even still like she is like thin now mm-hmm. and so it's like okay yes like they tried to like touch on like body positivity and like loving yourself for who you are and that kind of stuff but like they still chose someone who was already like at the end of their journey like they yeah. did not have any plus size people like the only way that they talked about like body positivity was for and not that you can't like I'm not saying like this is wrong because like I said Deep sure. D is amazing and her story was like fantastic and she didn't deserve that but at the same time they're choosing someone who's already like at the end of their journey as opposed to these other women who like which also like why are we talking about their weights but still like why how come they didn't have not one plus size woman on the show yeah or man for that matter it calls out two things it's like one for anyone who is watching it who's maybe overweight and the only things they're seeing is like these negative comments like how does that make you feel about yourselves I mean it's just like okay, well, that's my body type and it's yeah. shit on. So like, how does that make me feel about me who has that same body type? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. one, it's that. And then two, um, I feel like, oh, what was my second point? It was really good. Oh, the fact that they're like talking about their weight and just how they look, I get it. It's a show that's called, you know, love is blind. It's about love. Yeah. End of the day, it's a show about love. Like, yes, you want to be attracted to the person you're falling in love with, but at the same time, looks aren't everything. And like, no, hundred percent. You're basing your like love on someone's looks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like love them for like their personality and who they are. And if they, they're like extremely attractive, like, okay, great. Like, you know what I mean? Well, you can be an asshole at any size. Exactly. Like, that's the thing is yeah. like, that's why it's just like so irritating. I don't know. I, that, it just, the television industry, it kind of bothers me. Because like you said, like the only time that they usually use people who are like larger is to like either like have them be the butt of the joke or have them be like, yeah, that's their whole weight story in general. Yeah, weight loss. Exactly. So that's really irritating. Um, One of the things since I knew we were doing this episode today, it was just funny because it's nice out now. So you're wearing a little less clothes and you know, I'm not in the body that I necessarily want to be in right now, but I was wearing a bodysuit, like a tank top bodysuit and shorts. And I had to like go buy new shorts recently because none of my jean shorts fit me. Um, so I was wearing it and I was like kind of uncomfortable with like the clothes that I was wearing and just like in general, having to like not wear like a sweatshirt and leggings right now so and I was sitting there with like my friends and my family and things like that and it just like kept going through my head that I'm probably the only one who is thinking about like my own body and how I look right now Mm -hmm. and 
if I'm sitting here and like, let's say everybody at the table was like, oh, wow, Mary's like put on weight. Like she doesn't look good, which I know that that wasn't true. Like that wasn't the facts, but even if they were like sitting there like that, like we were like laughing and we were talking and like people were genuinely like listening to me and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, so even if that is what they're thinking about, like my body, then it's like, they're still like listening to me. They're still laughing at my jokes. They're still like my friends, you know, they're not going anywhere type of thing. And so it's like, why do we care so much about the body that we're in when it's like, nobody else usually cares. And even if they do, like, they're still choosing to be friends with you because of like who you are as a person, you know, as long as you have good friends, obviously. But I don't know. It just was like running through my head that it's like, okay, even if this is like, say I don't lose another pound ever again. Like I was genuinely happy and I got to a point where I like stopped thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is great. And like, am I going to give up like going and like eating out with my friends or drinking a beer or whatever? And it's like, no, I'm not because that's my life. And if I just like, I don't, I don't know where I'm like trying to like, end like finish this, but it's like, if all I care about the whole time is my body and gaining weight or losing weight or whatever, it's like, then you miss like the whole point of your life. Like, could you imagine if tomorrow, like you found out that you only had one day to live, knock on wood. Um, and like you spent your whole life Obsessing just caring about losing weight. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, what's so sad to me is like, I spent a majority of my life same. And even still, like I still have those thoughts and I still have, you know, when I'm working out, I'm like, oh, I want to like lose my arm fat. And it's like, wh- how come I can't just like go work out mm-hmm. and like not have it be a thing? Like, why can't yeah. I just like enjoy it and not yeah. think about those things, you know? Yeah. And I feel like even like for me who has done so much, you know, like mental work around like body and mm-hmm. like that, like I still have thoughts once in a while. I will say it's much easier to like let those go. Like mm-hmm. even when like I'm working out and I'm like, Oh, I got my arm, you know, fat or whatever, or like, you know, you know, when you see yourself naked, like when you're you're doing things with the, with the other, you know, it's like, sometimes I'll be like, Oh, and then I'm like, you know what, you know what? I'm sexy. Look at, look at, he's loving my body. You know, it's like, I immediately like changing those thoughts. And so it's, I'm glad that I've gotten to that place because I spent so many years just like obsessing over oh, if I could just make this smaller, if I could do this, or if I could, you know, lose weight, I would be more attractive. I'd be happier. I'd be this. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah. And of course, when it comes to like health things, like if you generally like do need to sure. or like lose weight for something, like absolutely like that can be your goal. Like there's no reason to not have weight loss be a yeah. goal. But at like, like what you just said though, nobody's an obsessive detrimental thing. You still found love like you still have a job, like you still have a roof over your head. Like none of that is changing whether you lose five pounds or not mm-hmm. or 10 pounds or whatever it is. Like you still have those things. And I think that for me, especially I need to stop doing this, but like going to like John, like, or if anybody's listening, if you do this to your partner and being like, do I look fat? Do I look fat in this? Like, I need to stop doing that because it's not his job to like reassure me all the time yeah. and like coming from the other side of that it's like he loves me and cares about me and for him to always have to like say that when it's like obviously he doesn't think those things like that's just like not a fair like thing to put onto your partner yeah and it's also too like sometimes I'll have that thought of I'll like you know get I'll like put something on I'm like do I like fatness I'm like who the fuck cares I like this outfit I'm wearing it out you know what I mean like yeah 
if a hundred percent when things that then fuck them I don't want to be friends with them anyway <laughs> yeah and it's just like hard because it is so it's still in the magazines when you're at the I and mean, I don't even know who buys those so why are they out but they're still in the magazines when you're like standing at the grocery store like so and so like use this plan like read this article to like find out how she lost 30 pounds in two weeks or you know flat abs like exercises for flat abs it's like how is this still like out there like and I saw something else who I think my friend Maria posted it that the revamp of like the y2k fashion coming back is us being able to take hold of the toxic body culture like diet culture from back then, like the high-waisted are coming back because yeah, I do want to have Chinese food with my friend. Like mm-hmm. I'm just going to cover that little like spot up, you know, yeah. like it, it was just, I, I wish I'm going to look it up now because she said it so much better than I'm saying it currently. Um, I feel like I was going to go somewhere with that thought and I don't remember where I was going to go, but um, Y2K fashion kind of took my mind somewhere else. And I was thinking of some of the things I don't want to come back. Right. Well, it says Y2K fashion reboot, reboot is normalizing 90s eating disorders uh, because someone said not the girls discovering eating disorders after like this boot, like this reboot hmm. of like crop tops and like high waisted and things like that. And or no, low rise. Sorry. Low rise. Oh, low rise. That makes sense. Yeah. I was wrong. So what she's saying is like the Y2K reboot is affecting us. So we'll keep our high-waisted like stuff. Yeah. I said it wrong. That's why I wanted to look it up because I knew I was saying something wrong, but she was like, I'll keep my high-waisted jeans. Like you can go to the low rise, but like having low rise jeans back then, like gave us like eating disorders and gave us like body image issues and things like that. So it's like, I'll keep the the stuff that is coming out. Like I'll keep the trends that weren't Y two K. I definitely agree. That's what I meant. <laughs> Correction. Yeah. So I just think that that's so true, though. Like I'm not gonna go. Like I bought a bikini yesterday, and I haven't bought a bikini in years. Like since I was in high school, probably. And I bought one, and it's like high waisted, like like up to your like boobs, I feel like. Um, and then like a nice like t- like flattering like straight across top. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so nice to not have like the triangle bikinis that your boobs like fly wow. out of and like a suit that has to go below everything and like just make you not feel like confident. Like that's why people don't want to wear swimsuits. It's because mm-hmm. they made them so that you don't want to wear them. Right. Unless you're a bean pole, you know? Mm-hmm. But And even like that, like my sister, she's naturally just very thin and she also is uncomfortable in swimsuits, Yeah, you know, a lot of people that are, that are thin and they still don't feel comfortable wearing them. Exactly. And like, same with like the high-waisted, like all women have like, I feel like a body complex about their stomachs for the most part, even if you're like working on it and you're like past it, like at some point in your life, I feel like you've had like a body complex Mm -hmm. about like your stomach or whatever. Um, And so I think that this is just like a nice, like nod from the fashion industry to be like, we got you. Like you don't have to worry about that. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Yeah. And I feel like too, just like with, with body image and things like that, um, I keep forgetting my thoughts today. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? <laughs> like everything I start to open my mouth, it's just like it 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 goes. I think I'm just tired. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I was going to say something so good too. I don't remember, but anyways, um, just going on a different topic. I mean, same topic, just different way. Um, I just feel like too, like with so many women, I feel like maybe it's changing with the younger generation. I don't know a lot of mm-hmm. young people. people in the, yeah, Gen Y or whatever they're called. <laughs> I don't even remember what the generation's called, <laughs> but Gen Z. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> So like, I, I, I truly hope that like, that is changing where the girls and the boys don't have to scrutinize their body so much and like, don't have to feel like their body is the most interesting thing about them. Like, I really do hope that like everything that I feel like our generation has been doing like through online media and, and, and things like that, and like sharing the message of just like, of body love and body positivity but also like yeah there are worse things than being fat like I just hope that that starts to change as we continue like towards the future how we really do think about ourselves because I feel like we've had this for so long and it's just something that like it's so unhealthy none of us need it um yeah and like maybe that's too much of an ask <laughs> for the world but well like, and it, it goes on to people who are you know, our age and a little bit younger and a little bit older than us too. But like the, the, I would say like the 20 somethings to the 30 somethings who are, mm. you know, maybe having kids soon. That's what I was going to say. Pregnancy. Yes. Yeah. It's the way that you speak around kids that mm-hmm. they're going to absorb and take in. So if you're always constantly picking apart your own body in front of your child, like they're going to take that and whether it's a boy or a girl, whether they think it about themselves or they think about a classmate, mm-hmm. they're going to go and be like, oh, mom said that she's fat. I saw a guy that looks like mom or a girl that looks like yeah. mom. Yeah. And that means that they're fat. Yeah. And you know, like going with like the, the kids thing too, like as a, as a woman myself, who's obviously like we were talking about, had so many like body image issues, you know, mm-hmm. now that I'm getting close to that time that I will be pregnant. Like, this is something that I know I've talked to my doctor about. She was like, at my last visit, you know, she was like, I'm so proud of you, you know, on the weight loss that you've had and blah, blah, blah. And then we started talking about pregnancy and she was like, I don't want you to fear your body when you get there. And I was, you know, I told her, I was like, you know, that's something I've been doing a lot of just mental work around is like, when I do get pregnant, yes, I know I'm going to gain weight, but at the same time, like it's because I'm growing a human and it's like, yeah. Um, and like we had talked about, she was like, you know, pregnancy doesn't mean a free for all. She's like, yes, there are going to be mm-hmm. times that maybe you eat a little extra, like you have a craving and you, you, you satisfy it. She was like, but you know, she's like, I want you to go into your pregnancy, still keeping your healthy habits and you know, everything like that. And I think that's so important. I, and I know, um, Marissa Lace talks about a lot, this a lot. And I know we've mentioned her on the podcast before, um, yeah. but I know she has like her whole new Instagram and podcast, uh, all about, I think it's spiritual hot mom shit. And she yeah. talked a lot about this, about like, you know, when you're pregnant and you're gaining weight, like that's okay because you are, you know, growing a life. And even like now that she's had her baby and her baby's like, you know, five, six months old now, you know, so many people are like, well, don't you need to get ready for, you know, bikini season. And she's like, um, I just had a baby six months ago. I'm already, I'm ready. This is my bikini season, you know? And I yeah. think that's so important to see because I feel like for so many people who do have those toxic thoughts about themselves, when you do get into pregnancy, it can be, or could be very detrimental if you haven't done that work, you know, for yourself beforehand, because when you've been in this state of lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. 
and now you're obviously growing a life. So you need to gain some weight. I feel like that's, you know, if it's such a difference from where you, your head base has probably been at for the last, you know, 20, 30, 40 years, whatever it might be for you. Yeah. And pregnancy, like also, because a lot of people in my life right now are pregnant and it's like, you talk to these people and what they've been telling me is that their body is not their own anymore. So even though you're like, okay, this is my routine to get up in the morning and I work out and then I eat breakfast and then I, you know, go on with my day. I drink my coffee. They will be like, say they start their routine and they're going to work out. They could be on the treadmill and be like, okay, now I'm, I'm starving. Like, or now I need to, like, I need a nap. I need to throw up. I need to do what, like, it, they have no control over that. So like having a routine, like, yes, that's great. And I'm sure like, like pregnancy is different, obviously for everybody. This is just who I've been talking about, but mm-hmm. a lot of women feel like this is no longer my body. Mm-hmm. So after they have the baby, it's the same thing. It's like, well, this is no longer the body that I knew. Like, this isn't like, even like breastfeeding or, you know, just the way your body, like you just pushed like a whole human out of you mm-hmm. or had a C-section and had it pulled out of you. Like, now your organs have to learn, like relearn where they belong. Like your stomach has to relearn your digestive system. Like everything has to start over. Mm -hmm. And so for people to say things like that, where it's like, well, aren't you going to lose weight? Like the, the pressure that people put on women after they like have the baby is also unreal because it's like, they're just trying to figure out what their body is now. Mm -hmm. Like, Kylie, like, and I know that like the Jenner Kardashians are not like the best example for, you know, giving people body positivity or like being honest about their work that they've been done and things like that. But Kendall or not Kendall, Kylie just had her second baby and she's like, yeah, I gained 60 pounds. And she's like, I'm just trying to get back to like being me. And she's like, I'm just doing, I want to be healthy and I want to be patient. And it's like, and why did you guys even have to ask her though? You know? Right. Like, like she just had a baby. Like, what do you expect? And like Jessica Simpson was the same way. Like she had gained, I think like 40 pounds with each of her pregnancies and everyone's like, Oh, Jessica Simpson's fat now, which like, please, if that's what fat is like yeah. in people's minds, like, come on. Yeah. But people gave her like so much shit about it. And she's like, I need to raise my baby. And like, that's the thing that people don't understand about, like, especially like in America. And I can only speak for because this is where we live. I don't really know about like a lot of other countries, but we have like the worst like maternity leave policies and like procedures and things like that. And it's like, you had the, A, you push out a baby, right? You had the, you're healing from a surgery that just happened. Like when you get surgery, when you get stitches or a medical, they tell you to like, bed rest like for like stay off your feet for like two weeks you can't like you can't even like lift your own baby for the first exactly so it's just like having a baby no matter how you have it you now like did a medical like surgery and now you're expected to take care of what you birthed <laughs> yeah like and you're also supposed to like a lot of moms who like breastfeed like you're mm-hmm. also the sole person who has to like feed that baby at that point So it's like you're breastfeeding, you're taking care of the infant that you just had. And a lot of people don't have help with it. So what do you want them to do? Like be taking care of the kid and then like hop on the treadmill? Exactly. When they have stitches or like, I mean, stitches either way, like everywhere. It's like, what do you want this person to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's like what like is mind boggling to me when people like say anything about pregnant women in general. It's like, 
you have no manual also. So you're just like playing it by ear, like trying to figure it out with your own kid because like you can read as many books as you want, but like your kid is going to be different than like everybody else's kid. Like they're going to want different things. They're going to whatever. So it's just like nuts to me when people are like, why haven't they lost weight yet? Like they still have their like baby weight. Maybe because they're raising said baby. Yeah. Well, the baby is like five now. Okay. It's still really hard. Yeah. Taking care of a kid's really hard. Yeah. Even when they become like toddlers, you know, it's like they still need things. They still yeah. Need you, even if they're not drinking from your, like your boobs anymore, like they still need to right? give them their food, give them their this, give them their that. Get them to school, get their school supplies. Like you're running around yeah. all the time. Yeah. So like maybe just like leave everybody alone, but like also leave moms alone. <laughs> like they're doing a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's something too, like, you know, well, as both of us obviously eventually go along this journey, but like, I can only speak for myself, obviously, um, you know, when, when that does happen for me and like, I start having, you know, my body changing and then mm-hmm. eventually having my baby, like that's something I want to explore so much on this podcast, because I think it needs to be talked about more. It's just like yes. normalizing the pregnant body and what happens after the pregnancy. Um, yeah. And that's something that I just want to even though I've always, not always, even though I've been just like changing topics almost, but even though I've always been a little nervous about like pregnancy, just because I've had period issues and things like that, mm-hmm. like I am so excited for that. And I just want to be in like that headspace where I just love being, you know, pregnant, even like, I hope I have a pregnancy, like my mom's like, she adored being pregnant. Yeah. She just like loved it. She'd be like, hello, this is for me. And like, that's like, not always how my mom is. Yeah. Like, she loves to talk and things like that, but she doesn't like being like the center of attention. And yeah. so she told me she just like her pregnancy was like her happy, not her happiest days. That sounds terrible, but like, <laughs> but they weren't, days. they weren't like the worst days of her life. Yeah. Like some Whereas, people, like, you know, for my sister-in-law, when she had Marley, she was like very, very sick all the time and things like that. Mm-hmm. And like, not that Jen hated every second of being pregnant. I'm sure she had, yeah. that she enjoyed, but it's like, I, you know, I hope that because I'm doing so much mental work, even if it is a bad pregnancy, I hope that you know, I can still bring this positive light into just the changing body. Yeah, no, absolutely. And kind of how we got onto this topic is just the way that you talk around children. Yeah. In order for us to make a change, we need to change the way that we speak about ourselves in front of kids. In order for their generation to be better, we need to be better. So I think that that's like a huge one because we're obviously still tainted by the stuff that we grew up with. And they're like kids are like sponges you hear those things you learn those things and especially like like in my household like my mom is like 90 pounds and she's always like I need to lose weight and there's a different way to say that like yeah you can I was telling my sister because like my sister's also like very thin and for me I'm like you don't need to lose weight but mm-hmm. who am I to like say that to someone who like wants to like has a goal and so I told her I was like you know you don't have to say that you're fat you don't have to say that you're overweight. All you have to say is, I don't feel comfortable in my body. Mm-hmm. I would feel comfortable, you know, if I just continued working out a little bit more and yeah. eating properly and not doing like these other things, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that like, I hear it in all of my family members and it's how we raise, like to hear our mom talking about her body and how she didn't feel confident in it or like comfortable yeah. and using the word fat and things like that. So it's just relearning that to not do it to your own kids. Yeah. And like something I know I practice a lot and I've talked about before on here and I know I talk about it on TikTok and things like that a lot is like mirror work and talking to yourself. Mm -hmm. Like that's something I want my kids to see me doing is like, 
I, I do it often. Like last weekend I was cleaning and I like, we have that big mirror in our living room and I like stopped and I was like, Hey, you're awesome. You're all, you're great. You're like doing amazing things. Look at you looking great, like taking care of yourself. And it sounds so silly, but like having that second to talk to myself, like if I had a little one that heard that, then they're going to be like, Oh, that's kind of funny. Like I'll do it too. Like they'll yeah. go to you and say, you're awesome. Like you look great. You know, like I want my kids to be able to say those things about themselves. Yeah. I want them to be so freaking frustrated with how they look and make it an obsessive thought where every day they wake up and they're worried about how am I going to look? What are people going to think of my body? Or just like, I mean, I'm really struggling lately with body dysmorphia. And I think that obviously like I've put off going to therapy again, but I'm going, I'm going, I'm back to the research process. We're good. Uh, but it just like dealing with that too, is just like the most toxic thing because it is the way that you see yourself. And like, even if other people are all around you being like, you look great. Like I said, like pictures come up on my time hop from when I was like my thinnest, the, like I was working out all the time. I wasn't eating like things like that. And I see that. And I'm like, even then I thought I was fat. Mm -hmm. Even then I looked at myself and was like, you need to lose weight. Like this mm -hmm. is like, you don't look good. And not once in my life have I looked at myself and been like, I like my body. And that's like so bad. And so it's like, you don't want to like give that body dysmorphia to any, like, I think that that's like the most toxic thing that can happen to someone. Yeah. Because it's so in your head, it's like nothing that you can do about it without like, obviously like going to therapy or like speaking to someone about it. Yeah. And it can just like consume your thoughts where like mm -hmm. 90% of your thoughts are just about your body then. And like, mm -hmm. that's, not, that's not fun. That's not fun to live like that. I've yeah, been there. It's and, not fun. No, absolutely. And it, it's, it's so much what we've said in other episodes about this but you are not your body and you're so much more than that and like you are you know you like you said talking to yourself in the mirror and like telling yourself that like well I'm funny and I have a good personality and I have good friends and I'm a good friend and you know that kind of stuff because I was sitting there yesterday thinking about it and I was just like do I really want like if anything god forbid were to like happen to me do I want my whole life to have been dieting exercising you know, sitting there thinking like, what are people thinking of me? Like that kind of stuff. I have something that I really like to do with you at the moment. Um, okay. So on my <laughs> Sunday reminder that I posted literally right before we started recording, um, on my Sunday reminder today, I was asking questions to reflect on. And one of my questions is what are five things that you love about yourself right now? So I would love for you to answer that question and I'll do uh -huh. the same after, but I want you to go first. Um, Okay. I non-physical, whatever it could be. My sense of humor. The fact that I'm a good sibling and friend. I'll count that as one. Counting for you. Um that I'm hardworking. That I'm athletic. And probably my nose. I love it. See, um, so hard. no. And that's the thing is like, those are things that, and that's not me trying to like, not say things about my body either. You know, mm -hmm. like those are generally gen Jesus genuinely like the things that I like think yeah. about myself. So sure. it's just, but then it's like the all consuming mind of like your body 
and then you do that and you like think of all the things that you think about yourself and you think are your best qualities and like they really aren't like body things yeah i like that holly thank you (laughs) that i throw it out there since it was my sunday reminder yeah and as our like title will probably be like there are worse things to be than fat so even if like maybe you are fat i hate that word but like even if you feel fat if you have fat like there are so many worse things to be or have than that yeah i agree i agree um and because i challenged you i guess i will say my five as well yes i I was i was going to circle back but i didn't know if you wanted to share so i waited because i was like usually you like hop in and i was like should i ask or no i'll share um so five things i love about myself one is i think i'm fucking hilarious so my my humor um two i think i'm a beautiful i'm just kidding i'm not gonna use that one Um, (laughs) i think that i'm actually professionally uh should be singing for a career (laughs) um two i think i have a great back and that sounds so weird it's not like muscular or anything like that i just find my back very attractive (laughs) I love that. Um, three, I think I have a great smile, even though it's something I have struggled with most of my life because I have gappy teeth. Thanks, dad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just a start family trait. Like we all got it. Um, number four is I love how much I love. Um, I think that I just have I was gonna say too much love to give, but I don't. I think I have just enough, just enough love. So to give. much love to give. And number five, I really just honestly love um, my face. I think I think my face is gorgeous. So I love that. It's like you know those are things I would never say uh, probably five years ago, and it's like those things come so naturally to me now. I'm like, yeah, sure, I can give you 15 things I actually love about myself. Um, I love and that. I just like that's something I wanted to ask you because even though it wasn't that hard, I could hear you like, oh, what else do you love? You know, like that little struggle yeah. where it's like, yeah. I've done this so much for myself and I've worked on this. And I always tell myself like different areas that I love, whether it's physical or non-physical, that it's like not hard for me to think of these things anymore. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, before we wrap up, anything else you wanted to add? No. I just think that if you're struggling with things like this, and I, I definitely am. And like I said, I've, I've been looking back into therapy because I think that there's uh, body dysmorphia is like a mental illness. Like it's something that you need help with. So I definitely think I need to, and I, beforehand, I had so much going on in my life that I was like, okay, I need to go to therapy, but like, where am I going to start? And like, I have this going on and I like all these different aspects of my life and now I feel like I've gotten them in some kind of order and like obviously like I'm gonna need to touch on that stuff later on but like I know like the sole reason that I would want to go is like due to like my body's morphia because it's so bad and it affects so many different parts of my life um so now I feel like more like comfortable like finding a therapist because before it was like write down all the things like and then you find like someone I don't know if anybody's like tried to like find a therapist but they have like their like things that they do like their top like their top, trauma like, or body with. issues things yeah and before I was like oh well I have all of these things like who do I choose like and now it's like I have a starting point so I like kind of feel like I'm a little bit more comfortable looking for someone because I know that I can go in there and I have a, like my topics that I want to like go over first right. and then we can get like through all the other stuff you know yeah um but I just feel like if anybody else is like struggling with this, the number one thing that I've been telling myself lately, cause I've like, I have such a good life and I have such good people in my life and I've, I've done the work to 
to find those people and to incorporate certain things into my life. And if you're feeling like I do, where it's like your body is just like all consuming of your mind, just remember that like at the end of the day, like nobody is going to come to your funeral and be like, Mary was fat. Yeah, no like one's going to be like, well, gosh, if Mary would have lost 10 pounds in her life, she'd have a much better life. No one's going to see. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, and that, and that's what, like, and I know that's not like how you feel when you're thinking those things, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's like, good reminder. Why it, it's so much work to think these thoughts about yourself. Like, we were going out with friends yesterday, and it was like, all consuming my mind of like putting on shorts and what shirt am I going to wear and like all this stuff and like should I cover up and I took all that time doing that to go have like I had a great time but it's like why did I waste all that time beforehand like being like nervous or anxious about it when I could have just put the outfit on and been like we're having a good day today like let's do this yeah so and I'm not telling anybody like it's not easy no, like it's, it's, it's really hard and there's good weeks and there's bad weeks where I'm at even, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. So, and so to wrap us up, Mary, what is one thing you're grateful for on this beautiful Sunday? Um, I am grateful for my husband. He has been helping around the house a lot. He's been helping me out since I've obviously been struggling with this. And like I said, it's not his job to like reassure me all the time, but like, he's just been so supportive of like, when I'm going to the gym and like asking me what I did at the gym and things like that. And it's, it's been, I don't know why I've been having such a hard time. And I think it really is just like the changing of the clothes in your closet, but he's just been there and been so great about it. So that's what I'm grateful for. What about you, Holly? Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with something different today. I'm going to say I'm grateful for my little kitty, uh, Miss Poot. Um, every morning she comes and cuddles with me, even like, as I've been like finding my new little spot in the floor, like she'll come and like, if I'm sitting a little bit away from my yoga mat, like not towards the wall, she like comes through behind me or like, she'll come sit right by me and like lay down on the floor. Um, and like when I used to sit on the couch a lot, she would, you know, sit right next to me and get her mm-hmm. pets and everything. So I just love our little morning time. Um, I love that. Been just talking about getting another cat again. And I told Brian, I want to name it tittles. So it's booty and tittles. <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to actually be it, but I, uh, I mean, I don't know if we're actually going to get one, but I feel like that if we do that, that is the name I'm going for. I love that. Um, Holly, what is a piece of content that you're consuming? You kind of already talked about it, but I don't know if that's the one that you wanted to choose. Yeah, I'm going to choose something else. Um, and this is something I've talked about before, but it hasn't been my answer for this. So I'm getting more into, I'm, I'm more than halfway done now with my book. Um, nine perfect strangers. At first I was like, it's nine something, nine lives. I was like, that's not it. Um, and I am really getting into this book now. It's getting like, I liked it to begin with. Like I've liked it since the beginning, Yeah. but obviously like getting into a new book is always, I feel, I feel like it's always difficult and it's definitely getting into like the really interesting part of like this whole retreat thing that they're on. So, um, yeah, I really like it. I'm excited to also watch the show afterwards because uh, just having like the different perspectives in the book. And like, I, I know we talked about this before. It's like different chapters, the different characters, yeah. um, but it's really interesting. So I'm going to recommend if you haven't read it yet and you, you are looking for a fiction book, maybe, maybe checking it out. Yeah. I might have to pick that up now that I like, now that I know how it's broken up because when you watch the show, because you've already read the book, like you'll kind of like see like how it could have been 
difficult to have mm. like written that. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. So what about you? What's your media this week? Mine. And I said it last week too, which is like lame, but I've been really back into YouTube. I've been watching, um, Sydney Adams, like I said, and she only has a few, so it's, it's easily consumable for her whole channel. <laughs> um, and then Gretchen Garrity, she's lifestyle. And then I just put Katie Corio back into the mix and she has so she was cute katie bug she was friends with buff bunny back in the day um and i used to watch her like when i was like really into like powerlifting and all that stuff or i mean i was never a powerlifter but you know what i mean like bodybuilding and um i brought her because i i just was like looking for more like new content and i pulled Mm -hmm. her up what'd you say i said i have someone you might like but let you finish but yeah so i pulled her up and she she gives out so much stuff for free, like so many workouts and like at home or in the gym. She's also obviously a coach, but she, it's just been like nice to see even her, like get out of like those toxic, like things that like she came from and become, you know, a trainer who's helping people and who is not like preaching all that toxicity of the diet culture. So I put her back into the rotation and I'm loving it. Love it. I think someone you should check out if you haven't already is Kylie Ross. I think you'd like her YouTube. Okay. She's is she like lifestyle? She's like lifestyle fitness. Yeah. She's a gym shark athlete. She came um, okay. like a year, two years ago. Um, okay. But I really like her and I like, I just, I love her kind of like sense of humor and her and her boyfriend are really hilarious whenever he's nice. hilarious, So I um, love it. I've yeah. just uh, definitely been, and if anybody else has any recommendations for like YouTubers, cause I know that like, I feel like the YouTube community, a lot of them have stopped posting or like not posting as often. Yeah. So if you are a YouTuber and you want to like promote yours to us, that'd be cool too. But I definitely just like need new content. So yeah. And speaking of YouTube, we are going to start actually putting all our podcasts on YouTube. So if that's somewhere that's maybe easier for you to listen to, um, it's definitely take a while for me to get caught up to this episode, which is 88. Uh, So you will just have old episodes at first, but I am slowly going to be start working on uploading those. It's just going to be get fitty with a pod as the channel and we'll have it in the links as always. But um, if you do want to share any YouTubers or anything like that with us, where can they find us on Instagram? They can find us at get fitty with it pod, or they can email us at get fitty with it pod at gmail.com. And as always, we'll have everything below. And with that, we hope you guys have an amazing week and we'll see you guys here back next week. Bye.